All right, mama. So excited to be here. Always. That's just how I feel. It's the best to get to talk to you. I I wish we could, I could sit down with every single one of you and have coffee and hear your story and have these conversations one-on-one. That is amazing, but we only have 24 hours in a day and we have to sleep, but, but it's cool that there's a way to talk to you without that. You know, as much as I would love that, it's obviously not possible. And so it's just so beautiful, this podcast way, and it just blows my mind. So thanks for being here. I know you're here because you're ready to do the work, and that is incredible. And I'm really excited for what God is going to do and speak to you today. I believe that he is using this, um, and it's not by my own strength or my own uh, wisdom. It's all his stuff and what he wants to speak. So I'm really excited today. Um... I want to talk a little bit today about the times that we are in, uh, COVID and all of the chaos that is in the world. And I'm pretty passionate about this. Um, if you are waiting for the world to stabilize, if you are kind of holding your breath saying, okay, well, once things are back to normal or once things are better, I won't be afraid or I'll, I'll go back to church or whatever. Um, I actually think that that might not, that's not what God has for you. Uh, cause the thing is the Bible tells us the world is only going to get crazier and more chaotic and more full of pain and sickness as the world comes to an end, and I'm not trying to say Jesus is coming back tomorrow. No one knows the time of the day, but I do believe part of what's happening in the world is a sign that our world is headed in that direction. We all know that, like it's always been headed in that direction. Um, and, but I just want to say like, if the world gets crazier, that doesn't mean that we shrink back, but we're going to talk about that. So hey, bear with me, hang on there. We're going to put it on pause. Um, and I'm really excited to go there with you today. So before we jump in though, I want to read a couple of reviews. You guys uh, are just the best at encouraging me and it just is the, means the world to me to have these things, to get to, to hear from you what, what you're saying, what God is doing, uh, how this is being used in your life. And I can't tell you how encouraging it is to me. And I've just gotten a few great reviews lately that I wanted to share with you. I might share a couple next week too, but, um, this is one is from Haley teach and it's, uh, says truth and love. It says, I love this podcast. I'm a busy mama who struggles with finding time with God. I love spending my morning commute, digging into God's truth with Brittany. I've listened to a lot of self-help help stuff in the past, but Brittany digs deep into the word to bring the real truth with a biblical foundation. My favorite thing about her is that she's not afraid to speak the hard word. She challenges me to do better every day. We don't want to be people that conform to the world around us. We want to be different. And Brittany encourages me to do that. She also approaches everything with such a level of love. I feel so loved and cared for when she tells me good morning from her podcast. Thank you, Brittany. Thank you, Jesus, for answering my prayers to find a better way than just listening to self-help. Oh, man, Haley. (laughs) Like, this one got me so good. Like, these are just everything that I care about in the world (laughs) is in here. And so, uh, to know that this is what you're gaining out of this and, um, what God is doing it just like, wow, 
You know, it's just like this evidence of God showing up. It's like, okay, this is what was on my heart. God, you're working, you're using it. So thank you, Haley, for taking a minute to, to share that. Like, I can't tell you what that means to me. Um, and that's, you know, I really, I, we're going to end with this one today. We'll do some more reviews another day because I feel like this is the perfect review to go into today's talk, like to be reminded that uh, we're not to conform to this world and to be reminded that a challenging word um doesn't have to deter us. It doesn't have to uh, discourage us, but it can be just the thing we need to press into what God has for us. And so today I think it might be a little bit of a challenging word for some people. Um, And so I just encourage you to press in, to be ready to hear what God might have to say that's different because the world has a lot to say about what's going on. The world has a lot to say about what we should do about it. And I want to make sure that we are aligning ourselves with God's truth and God's word. So let's jump in. I'm excited. Thank you, Haley. Like, I can't tell you. It means so much. And yeah, if you haven't left a review, it would mean the world to me if you could take a minute, pause this episode, go and uh, leave a written and a starred review on Apple Podcasts. And uh, it encourages me, obviously, as you can uh, see me tearing up and getting worked up over here. But it also uh, helps the podcast be more visible to people. There's some kind of algorithm. I don't know what it does, but it, it helps uh, more mamas find it. So please uh, do me a favor and just pause this and go leave a review real quick. And yeah, I uh, am just encouraged by it. So thank you, Haley. Thank you, all of you that have left a review. And let's jump into today's show. Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. All right, Mama. So today I want to talk to you that, you know, that COVID has wreaked havoc in your life, that it has derailed you, that it has brought you to a place where uh, things aren't okay. And you feel like that is the source of the problem. Like that is what is wrong. And before we we go farther, I want to start by saying like, I am not at all trying to minimize what you have gone through, what you've experienced, the trials you've gone through, uh, the pain you've gone through. I'm not trying to minimize that at all. Like I know these years have been really hard in so many ways. And, you know, I don't know your story. I don't know like what that loss has looked like for you. Maybe you've lost people in your life and you are in the middle of grieving that. And that is no small thing and no small process. Um, maybe you lost a job or like lost childcare, you know, school, and you've had to navigate working from home with kids or you don't have a job anymore or whatever that looks like. You know, there are so many real losses Um, maybe you're in a place like so in a deep pit of fear because the news is kind of what you're in every day and the way the world describes what's happening just evokes this fear in you. 
And maybe with that fear, it's uh, led you to making decisions out of that fear. And so you've cut off from your community. You've cut off from your church. You are in a place of isolation, like literal isolation. And so that is that is what your life looks like now. Or or maybe in, in the, the deep throes of COVID, you know, that's what happened and you haven't gotten back. Like, you know, the world started opening up again, but you, uh, the fear is still there or you've lost those connections now or you've lost the courage to, to show up. And so for any of you that have lost something, that, that have uh, taken some of the fear from this, that have lost people, that there's real stuff happening, like, I'm not trying to minimize that at all. Like, that is so real. And that process, you know, God will lead you in what that looks like to process through that and heal from that. But I, what I do want to say is these things are going to happen, like, in our world, in our homes, in our families, like, this is part of living in the world. And the Bible actually tells us that it's only going to get worse. Like there's uh, this mentality in our culture today that uh, we're progressing, like things are slowly getting better. And uh, as, as time goes on, we're achieving a, a higher state of being. And, you know, I kind of even bought into this in little ways and, you know, at times like, I'm like, oh yeah, you know, we're talking about mental health now and, oh yeah, like, you know, we're, we're more tolerant to to things um, and we're more loving with people. But actually, I actually now can so clearly see this as a lie. And, and really the, the part of it's a lie because the Bible speaks the opposite. It's only going to get worse, but also a lot of, uh, this being okay is we're actually not okay because we're only okay when we are, are grounded in God and his truth. And there's this illusion that if we just go with what society is telling us, what culture is telling us, uh, is good if we, if we go down that direction of tolerance and all of these things, then, then we're going to be happy. Then, then our society is going to come together and we're going to be whole again. And we're going to live in this utopia. Like that if, if we pursue these things of the world and these mindsets and we, we go down that, then, then that is what will make things okay. And so you can hear in that, like there's a danger in that. There's, there's a big danger because you know, a lot of Christians adhere to this. And like I said, I was one of them. Like it, it made sense to me until I started kind of studying things more and understanding where these mindsets came from and really looking at like where they're driving people. And the thing is that the only thing that's going to make us better is Jesus. The ways of the world are never going to lead us to the right direction. Now, I'm not going to go, you know, fully down this rabbit hole today, but if you want to learn more about what I'm kind of talking about, I'm kind of referencing loosely deconstructionism. And a lot of people in the Christian faith have begun to deconstruct their faith and uh, begin to look at it through different eyes and uh, kind of just throw out everything that they believed and learned. And this is like a really big movement and, and it's showing up uh, in our our mindsets, in our uh, approaches to life, probably in our churches and all of these different ways. And so uh, I really encourage you, and this is all based in like critical theory. And so if you want to learn more, I just started uh, this amazing resource that my uh, church has allowed access for all of our church staff to, to get into. And it's like this, essentially like this Netflix type a subscription to theology, to theology videos. And it's like digestible stuff that you can really uh, just 
binge watch and learn about theology. And it is really sound and they have a lot of, you know, different viewpoints in there too. So you can kind of, uh, pray about like, you know, cause not everyone in the Christian world agrees on everything. And so you can kind of, you know, listen to these different viewpoints and, and pray about like what it is you believe and what God is leading you to. And, you know, we, we have our core tenets we believe in, you know, Jesus is God. He rose again from the dead. Like there are things that we all agree on, but there's other things, uh, kind of supplementary things, uh, that we don't all agree on. So all that to say, like, if you, if this is interesting to you and you want to learn more about like what it looks like for our culture, uh, to be going down this trail and how we have kind of, a lot of us, uh, fallen into that mindset that, that we're just slowly getting better, that society is slowly getting better Then I highly recommend going and checking this out. It's called Theos U, T-H-E-O-U-S, U, just the letter U. Um, and yeah, there's amazing videos. The ones I'm watching right now are deconstructionism and critical theory. And oh my gosh, mind blowing. So highly recommend it. Yeah. Like I said, I'm not going deep into it today, but that's kind of like the mindset that we're, we're talking about. And even in the era of COVID, right? Like there's this mindset that we just have to, to get through this, to, to get through it. We need to do certain things. And then once we get through it, like things are going to be better, But here's the thing. Remember, the Bible actually says things are not getting better in the world. Uh, The Bible talks about before Jesus comes back, it's going to get worse and worse. Let's let's read a few scriptures. This is this first one is found in Matthew 24, 4 through 8. It says, um, and Jesus answered them, see that no one leads you astray. For many will come in my name, saying that I am the Christ, and they will lead many astray. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not alarmed, for this must take place. But the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All of these, all these are but the beginning of the birth pains. Holy moly, the beginning? <laughs> You're all mamas. So many, most of you have gone through labor unless you've adopted and you're still a mama, obviously. Then, But, you know, for those of you that have gone through labor, the beginning, you know, in the beginning, like, okay, the contractions are there. Like, it hurts. But you're like, okay, I could do this. I think I got this. Like, I know that was for me with my daughter. You know, I really had been so curious about a natural birth. I'm like, not on as cool and equipped as a lot of people that they're like, no, this is my goal is a natural birth. And they go through classes and stuff. I <laughs> like next birth, I might try and do that. But I really was just kind of curious. I'm like, I feel like I could do it. I don't know. I want to try. Um, and I didn't equip myself at all. But all that to say, you know, the, the contractions began and I was like, okay, I, I can do this. I can, I can handle this. I think I've got this. And then, you know, they grew and they, they, you know, got worse and worse. And it's like, okay, this is getting harder. Okay. But I can think I can handle this. And then, oh my gosh, at the end, uh, I thought I was going to die. I, it was absolutely horrible. I it didn't, yeah, I was unmedicated birth and, um, it was very difficult. Like, and at the end, you know, the baby comes, my, my daughter came and you would think like at that point you'd be like, Oh, I did it. Yes. Like I made it through an unmedicated birth. Like this is great. No, I was like, oh my gosh, I am never doing that again. Any, uh, more babies are getting an epidural <laughs> because it was so hard. Now we'll see. I'm praying about my next birth. Uh, cause yeah, there's some, 
some cool stuff I've read about, um, believing that God can kind of actually give women a pain-free birth. And that's a whole another story that we won't go down today. But, uh, all that to say, like in the beginning, I was like, okay, I can handle these contractions. You know, in the middle, I could handle these contractions. It was hard, but I could handle it. The end, it was like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know what to do. Um, and I was so out of control. And so <laughs> we go to this passage, we're hearing about all these things happening, war spreading everywhere, earthquakes, famines, all of these things. And it says, this is but the beginning, but the beginning. Okay. So what does it look like in the middle? <laughs> So again, I'm not trying to say I, I like I I don't know when Jesus is coming back. I don't know if it'll be in our lifetime. I don't know, but I know this is something tumultuous that is happening in the world. This is a, a birth pain, whether it's a birth pain that's you know right up where the contractions are going to start getting crazy, or if it's you know one of the the beginning ones before they all begin. It's a birth pain, and so we need to see it as such because if every time one of these birth pains comes. And it knocks us off our, off our feet and it derails us and it, it leads us into fear and it leads us into isolation and it leads us away from community. Like we're not going to do well when it gets worse, right? Like this is saying it's not even the beginning. Like we have to be ready to stand and to fight and, and to press into what we know is true. God's word. And God says, do not fear anything. But in everything, with prayer and supplication, present your request before God. Do not fear. Do not be anxious in anything. Do not fear. And so letting fear in, again, I'm not trying to minimize your experience. Like, I get it. And if you are consuming the news and that is that is like a big part of your life, I want to I wanna challenge you to just pray about that. I'm not saying that we need to, like, it is good to know what is happening in the world. It's good to be informed. But but if all we're consuming is is the media, like, the media has to have an angle to, like, get us to click, right? Like, they have to have something they're, they're marketing to get us there. And so they have an angle. Like, whatever side, there's an angle because they've got to get you to click. And so if you're consuming that all the time, most of the time their angle is fear. And so what you're doing is you're eating up that fear. You're consuming it. You're taking it in. You're ingesting it. And just like everything that we ingest, it's going to have an impact on how we feel, on how we see things, on what's going on. And, you know, in Proverbs 4.23, it says, guard your heart above all else for it determines the course of your life. And so uh, don't think for a second that by just ingesting all of this uh, news, all of these worldly thoughts, all of this information, and it's not just, again, it's not just unbiased information. It has a bias to it. One way or the other, there's a bias there. And so we have to be careful because it's going to get to our heart and then that's going to determine our course. Uh, another verse to keep in mind is Romans 12 too. It says, don't copy the behavior and the customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. And so this is just like such uh, a crucial one is you know, when we, we watch the news and, and really any, if we follow what people tell us to do in the world, if we follow, like I was talking about earlier, the, the ways that people think they're bettering the world, the ways of the world, the, the ways that they're leading us, like we are not supposed to do that. This is something I've been, my eyes have been open to more and more is just how, um, as a Christian, 
I am actually called to see things completely differently than how the world sees them. And this, you know, is more than just Jesus is God. It like, it goes into every facet of my life and every uh, belief and uh, behavior and every part of my life, every part of my being. And I've been realizing more and more, my eyes have been more and more opened to how there's, there's been these uh, mindsets. And I've been talking with you about a lot of them, but these mindsets of the world that have crept into how I see my life and how I see even how I see God and how I see like what is good. And so we have to be careful because like we are called to specifically not conform to the patterns of the world, uh, but to let God lead us and guide us. And so you know, again, it's good to stay informed about what's going on in the world. But if if you're consuming more news than you are reading God's word, like what is going to have a bigger impact on you, right? Like you are allowing that voice in more than his word. And so like, you know, it's a war. We all have a battle in, in us, like our flesh versus uh, our spirit. And so what's going to win? We're get, What's going to win is what we're feeding more, right? And so we, we've got to be careful about what we're ingesting as we go on this journey. And it's going to inform how we see what is happening all around us and how we make our decisions. And so it's our job to be diligent about what we're consuming. It's our job to filter every thought through the mind of Christ, every thought thought through the Bible to make sure it aligns with God's word. Uh, this is another verse kind of referencing like the end of times. This is uh, in First Thessalonians 5. And this chapter is about, uh, you know, the, the church in Thessalonica had been asking questions about when Jesus was coming back. You know, even back then, people were asking these questions. And now Paul's responding him, and this is 1 Thessalonians 5, starting in verse 5. It says, now concerning the times and the seasons, brothers. So he's talking about, you know, you're asking about when is Jesus coming back? Like, is this the season? When is it happening? How do we know? And he says, you have no need to have anything written to you for, you. for you yourselves are fully aware that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. While people are saying there is peace and security, then sudden destruction will come upon them as labor pains come upon a pregnant woman and they will not escape. But you are not in darkness, brothers and sisters, for that day to surprise you like a thief. For you are all children of light, children of the day. We are not of the night or of the darkness. So then let us not sleep as others do, but let us keep awake and be sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk are drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us be sober, having put on the breastplate of faith and love, and for a helmet, the hope of salvation. For God has not destined us for wrath, but to obtain salvation through the Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, so that whether we are awake or asleep, we might live with him. Hear that. For whether we are awake or asleep, we might live with him. Therefore, encourage one another and build one another up just as you are doing. So this, this picture and is so, this is, so if you want to go back and read it yourself, it's 1 Thessalonians 5 verses 1 through 11 in the ESV translation. And I just think it's so pertinent to what we're talking about, right? It talks about these labor pains uh, of the pregnant woman, like we're talking about as the world is going to get worse and worse. But it also, one, he says, you don't need to know when Jesus is coming back. Like it actually doesn't matter. Like you don't need to be worried about questions about this because he told us 
he told us specifically no one, not a single person will know the time of the day when he's coming back. And so really this is an irrelevant question. Like it's not our job to know it. So stop asking that first of all. (laughs) Then, and, and here's the reason we actually can stop and need to stop asking it is because we're prepared. We have everything that we need. We have God's salvation. Uh, and, and even just like this, this, uh, analogy of being of the light, like children of the light, children of the day, we're not of night, night or darkness. And, you know, darkness is, there's a lot of uncertainty in it. Darkness, uh, contains, um, you know, you, you don't know, you don't have clarity. You don't know where you're going. You don't know the direction, but we don't, we don't have that. And so like, if you look at our world these past years, like there was a lot of darkness. People didn't know what to do. People didn't know the right direction. People didn't know uh, what was right, what was up, what was down, like what decisions to make. But here's the thing. We are children of the light. We have all of the clarity that we need and we have everything that we need. We have salvation in Christ. And so it doesn't matter what is happening in the world. We are secure in him. And we need to respond to these things that are happening in the world out of that place of security by charging forward. I mean, if the world, if, if the world is getting closer, which I guess, generally speaking, we know it's getting closer to the end, like relatively, like we don't know when, but we're always moving in that direction. We've always been moving in that direction. So if the world is getting worse and it's getting towards the end, Is it not of even more importance that we are out there telling people about Jesus, sharing our story, encouraging people, lifting one another up, as it says in verse 11? Like, why would we step back from that? We're going to go sit in our rooms. We're going to go sit in our houses and not interact with anyone. And of course, that's the scheme of the enemy to isolate us. Now, I know this is controversial. I know some of you are not going to like this. And you're going to have struggle with it. And all I ask is that you go and you pray about it and you seek God's clarity and you uh, try and, and filter out any fear responses that you're having. Figure out what that looks like because we can see it in God's word. It says, do not worry about anything. It says, as the day draws near, build one another up more. Like this is our job on earth. And so we can't let these things that come up make us back down. We can't let them derail us. Like if anything, let's let them uh, build us up, charge us forward faster saying, oh my gosh, like now I'm realizing, you know, how short life and death are. Wow. I need to be on the alert. Like I need to be ready to go. I need to do everything I can to build God's kingdom and to spread the, the only hope that we have, right? Like there's no hope in anything that people are talking about with COVID, right? Like it's, we hide from it. And then the hope is that then it'll go away and we'll be okay. Like, and we go back to how it was, but okay. But there wasn't really hope before it. Like Jesus is the only hope. We carry the only hope. So we can't hide that. We can't hold it back. We can't let these things derail us. And, you know, I know a lot of you are in this place, listening to this podcast because you are struggling and you're here to heal and to do that work of healing. And so, you know, I don't want to minimize that. I don't want to uh, brush past it. But I also know that a lot of our mindsets around healing 
are off. And I know this because I like was in the middle of it, in the thick of it, you know, in school and, and, and hearing all of the, the things about how the world, what the world believes about anxiety and depression and mental health. And, you know, there's some good things I learned and, you know, there's some things that people might help people, but honestly, like the core of it that I really believe more and more is that it's when we align our lives with God's word, that is when we find healing. Now, I know it can be more complicated, the working out of that. You know, I've, multiple people have asked to me to speak more on anxiety and depression. And, you know, I'll, I'm sure I'll do some more episodes on that. But I'm speaking right now on anxiety and depression. Like all of these episodes about God's word and aligning our, our lives with that, like that is how we get out of anxiety and depression is because we allow, we've allowed these, these mindsets of the world in without realizing it. And we allow them to take over and have a voice in our lives. And we, we get off track from where God has called us. We get off track from what he says, you know, even down to the world's idea of anxiety and depression. I think I spoke on this recently, like the world would tell you that this is yours. Like your anxiety will be with you forever. Your depression will be with you forever. And while I do believe it might be a a component of how you cope with things you're confronted with, I also believe that it is not you. I believe there is freedom. I believe as you fight through it, you're going to, to gain power over it. And it's not like this, um, like, medical diagnosis that just is going to sit with you forever. And it's like this handicap that you have. I actually don't believe that. And if you want to, you know, dive deeper into healing anxiety and depression, you know, the one thing I would tell you is to align your life with God's word, right? Like dive into the Bible, be in the word daily, be in a church, be plugged into a church, have a, a community group that, that knows your story that you're talking to, like do all of the things the Bible tells us to do. And like, there is so much healing in that. And then if there is more, like do some, like go f- get the resources you need to resolve that. So whether that's a therapist, whether that's doing coaching with me, whether that's doing my online program, and I'm not here to sell you things. Like I don't, I honestly do not care about money. I'm here to help you find freedom. And I know that a lot of therapy is not aligned with God's word. And so that is why I believe that there is power in the stuff I'm putting out there. Because, you know, first of all, the the theory that I use is created by someone that based it in the Bible. And so I know that. And so there's so much power in that theory. But then you know, we're seeing everything when we work together, we're seeing everything through the lens of God's word. And where have we gotten off? What lies are we believing that like, okay, it's actually not true that you are unsafe. This is one of the big things that we go through is, um, this idea of safety, you know, like we're, we're going, we're talking about fear and we have these wounds of feeling unsafe. And now the world would tell you, yeah, you are unsafe. Like, look at what's everything around you. Look at it. But the thing is, it's not true that we're unsafe because in in God's economy, in God's kingdom, in the big, big picture, 
Once we have Jesus, once we have that salvation, we could not be more safe. Our bodies aren't safe. Like, they never have been. I mean, God protects us and God watches over us, but these bodies will die. Maybe soon, maybe in a long time, but they're going to be gone. But those don't actually, aren't the thing that matters. The thing that matters is that we have this salvation. Our spirits are saved. Eternal security. And so really, we are safe. We could not be more safe. And so that's that's one of the things that we go into when we go through this, do this work. So, you know, wherever you need to find this resource, it doesn't have to be me. Like, find a biblical counselor, find a pastor, find a, a Christian therapist. Like, be ready to do this work and get out of this this stuff. But you've got to do the work. And that can look like a lot of different things. Maybe it is like digging into theology, like I was talking about, and just seeing how the patterns of this world, how you've conformed to them without realizing it. Like there is healing in in discovering that. There is healing in discovering how your beliefs about healing are off from what the Bible says. There is freedom and healing in discovering about what God says about all of that. Now, I, I don't want to oversimplify this. It is a journey. And it is a painful journey and it takes a lot of courage and sometimes a lot of time for sure. A lot of energy, a lot of focus. Like it's, 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 it is a journey you have to go on. I guess what I want, I want you to leave with is more encouragement to keep going, to keep fighting the hard fight. Like even when the world is falling apart, even when you feel like you're falling apart, like do not give up. Like the world needs you. God needs you to be out there on mission for him. And so we can't slow down. And so I'm going to leave you with this verse that this is kind of inspired this whole talk. And it's from Isaiah 33 two. It says, Oh Lord, be gracious to us. We wait for you. Be our arm every morning, our salvation in the time of trouble. And he will be the stability of your times. He will be the stability of your times, abundance of salvation, wisdom, and knowledge. The fear of the Lord is Zion's treasure. Behold, their heroes cry in the streets. The envoys of peace weep bitterly. The highways lie waste. The traveler ceases. Covenants are broken. Cities are despised. There's no regard for man. So this is again talking about the end times and and how things are going to be horrendous. Like the heroes that the world crafts, the heroes people think are the heroes are going to be crying in the streets. The world doesn't know what a hero is. The world doesn't know the way. We can't look to the world's heroes to guide us and solve our problems. But we have a solution. We have the solution. We already know him. It says he will be the stability of your times. So it doesn't matter how shaky the ground gets figuratively or or literally. It doesn't matter. Like he is our stability and that is all we need in times of trouble. So I encourage you do some work with this. Like if this rubs you the wrong way and you are like infuriated right now, go and pray. Go talk to some leaders in your life that that are grounded in the Bible, that are grounded in God and, and see what they have to say about it. Like, don't just take my word for it. Don't just uh, take what I'm saying. Like, go and do the work of, of figuring out for yourself, like what this means in your life. And my two encouragements would be to one, let God be your stability. Align himself, align yourself with God's word. Align your life with that. Let let God guide what you should think, what you should do. Like, let him make that stability and it doesn't matter what's happening around you. And then two, like, just go in and 
get the extra help that you need, like whatever that looks like, run towards it. Use all of your money. Like, okay, I mean, be wise. But what I'm trying to say is like, if those, if that mental health stuff is getting in the way of you being on mission for God, and it's, it's holding you back from the things that he has for you to do, like, there's nothing that's more important than that. Like it's stopping you from, from where God needs you. And so we got to put that in the highest priority. And if you're already doing the work, good for you. Keep going. God has freedom waiting for you. Keep fighting. He's going to show you the way out and, and there is a way out. Okay. Let me pray for you. Got a little passionate today. Hope you hung in there with me. God, I just thank you for the freedom that's found in you. God, I thank you that we live in this world of chaos and uncertainty and confusion, God, but we don't have to let any of it get to us. We don't have to let any of it derail us. God, you are so good and you are so faithful. And in you, we have security. In you, we have stability. In you, we have safety, God. And so I just pray that every ear that's listening, God, that you would speak that truth to them. You would help them see with clear eyes what's happening around them and help them have clarity about about what to do, how to act in wisdom, but how to not let fear have any, any voice in their lives. And so we just rebuke the power of fear. We rebuke it, pushing us back and, and, and causing us to slow down. God, thank you for the work you have for us to do. And God, thank you that you're going to equip us for it and you're going to heal us so that we can go and do that work, God. And then you want to give us that freedom because you love us. So God, I just pray that, uh, whatever next step that you're calling people to God, that you're calling each mama to God, you would just make it clear in her heart right now, God whether that's having a conversation with a leader, whether that's seeking out a therapist, whether that's coaching God, what, whatever it is, Lord, show her and give her the courage to take that step. God, thank you that you're right there with her, walking through all of it. We pray all of this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Love you, Mama. If you've found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you.